Fantasy. Um, this is your host, Jaden. Today, Grant will not be joining me. Uh, he's been pretty busy right now uh, with college and stuff, so it's just me. And uh, so, we're going to do a podcast, uh, and this is nothing related to fantasy. Um, this is just purely uh, NFL draft content, and Grant's not very into that stuff, anyways. Um, so, anyways, yeah, so today I'm just going to be going over my top 50 board. Um, so I created this on the draft network. I highly recommend you check them out. Uh, they're pretty awesome. Um, and so I didn't watch film on all of them. I probably only watched film on the top 10. I just don't have the time to, you know, watch every single game of every single player. So a lot of my ranking is based off of what I read online, uh, and what I look for in a player, uh, personally. Um, so I'll just go over the players that I did watch film on and go over their tendencies and the pros and cons. And maybe if I have a comp for them. Um, so the first player I watched film on was Zach Wilson. Um, I thought that he was pretty mobile in the pocket. Um, his release was great. Uh, I thought his deep ball accuracy was pretty good. Um, and he, you know, knows how to work a RPO system. Um, I think that sometimes he tries to do too much, uh, and I think accuracy on the outside of the numbers midfield is weak, which is um, kind of a big deal because that's a lot of what NFL throws are is outside the numbers. Um, so I comped him to a faster Drew Locke. I, I'm not high on Zach Wilson. I will tell you that right now. Um, and I watched Boise State 2020 and Carol, uh, Coastal Carolina 2020. All right. Uh, I'll just rattle off all the uh, quarterbacks, actually. Um, so I watched Justin Fields. Uh, uh, I think he's athletic, accurate. Um, I think his upside is tremendous. I think he probably has the highest upside in the track uh, class next to possibly Trey Lance. Um, but he has quite a few of uh, cons. He gets stuck on reads. So that's a huge issue. He needs to... Uh, learn to progress through his reads. Now, I know a lot of it is system-based. Uh, I know that Ryan Day, his offense was a lot of uh, one reads. Uh, so, I mean, you can't completely blame that on him, but at the same time, y- you would like to see more. Um, uh, throws to the outside in the mid-range is, is not there as well as Zach Wilson. And when the play first breaks down, his first instinct is to throw to run, which is just th- so frustrating um, because he doesn't really look downfield, uh, so he's not really much of a improviser from the, from the perspective of whenever the play breaks down, his first instinct is to scramble, which is fine, but at the same time, you would like to um, see him look downfield a little bit more. So I watched the Northwestern game, uh, 2020. Uh, 
which was his worst game by far through three picks. But I don't think he looked that bad. Uh, and Michigan State 2020. Um, yeah. Um, so on to Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think he's probably one of the most overhyped quarterbacks. Uh, I, when I first heard about him, I thought this kid is the next Peyton Manny, Andrew Luck. Like this kid's insane. And when I watched him, I just wasn't that impressed. Um, but he's a tough kid. He's not afraid to get hit. Um, and if you just watch the highlights, he's probably the best quarterback you've ever seen. The ceiling for him is unmatched. He's um, pretty much got everything you look for in a uh, quarterback. Um, and his leadership is unmatched, too. And he just wins games. Um, I watched him in 20, uh, Alabama 2019, uh, Ohio State uh and uh, half of the Syracuse game in 2020. Um, but I saw a massive jump in, uh, in 2020, which is very encouraging. Um, you never like to see players regress or just stay where they're at. Um, so I think that's good. I And don't hear what I'm not saying. I'd still take Trevor Lawrence with the number one overall pick. I think he's the best player in this class. But I think he's a little bit overhyped. Um, yeah, he's accurate. Cannon for an arm. Uh, and he has the expectation it factor uh, down by 20 uh, in the fourth and just keeps fighting. Um, but my cons too many inaccurate passes uh, hangs in the pocket too long at times. Uh, and when he's running around in the pocket, protect the football, man, you can't fumble. Uh, you just can't fumble. Um, and also his completion percentage was brought up heavily from the fact that it was a RPO based system, a lot of screens, um, so I didn't like to see that, but from what I did see when he threw downfield, it was very impressive. Um, but still I think he's a little bit overhyped. Um, now I only watched one game, uh, of Trey Lance. I only watched the South Dakota game, so I don't have that much on him, but I said he's dangerous with his legs. He's a tough kid, decent accuracy and seems calm in the pocket. Um, yeah, I really like him, but, uh, whenever he'd make throws, uh, it was kind of, he never really made like a tight window throw, uh, in the South Dakota game, at least that I watched. Um, they were all kind of just like wide open. Um, so, uh, it's kind of hard to evaluate him from that point. Uh, but I did, I did see a couple throws that were in tight windows. I'm just saying like, uh, a lot of the throws I saw, they were kind of wide open. Um, so yeah, the cons, uh, he's inexperienced one year as a starter. Uh, he needs time to develop. Uh, I think by the time that he gets drafted, he'll be like 20 or 21. Like he's really young. Definitely needs some time to develop. And then, um, wow, okay. Um, I thought I scouted Jalen Waddle. I don't know where his scouting report went, but whatever. Uh, I'll start with my wide receiver one, Jamar Chase. Um, he shows a willingness to block. Uh, which is awesome. I love to see that. Uh, he has a great le- release off the line of scrimmage, uh, physical at the line of scrimmage, uh, and great adjustment at catch point. He'll just catch anything. He's fantastic. He's probably the best wide receiver I've ever seen in college. Um, I, I'm a little bit concerned about his physicality with his catch. Like Sometimes I feel like he get called on, uh, I guess it would be, 
offensive pass interference. Um, and he doesn't have elite speed. Uh, he has good speed, but he doesn't have elite speed. Uh, so I comped him to DeAndre Hopkins or, uh, with probably lesser hands, or uh, Larry Fitzgerald would also be a comp. And I watched the Auburn game and the Alabama game for him. Uh, Devonta Smith, uh, great hands, surprisingly surprising. He has surprising speed for his frame, uh, and he seems to know how to work his way through zones and find the soft spot. And he's just a freak, a uh, physical freak. Um, my frame, or hit my frame, his frame uh, concerns me uh, a lot, um, and for that reason, I I, I can't I couldn't put him at my wide receiver one or even my wide receiver two. I, I think Jalen Waddle is the better player. Uh, I'm just a little bit concerned about his injury history. Um, I didn't like how Devonta Smith blocked. Uh, he didn't wow me with my route running. It wasn't bad, but certainly was not like. Uh, I guess it would be bad to come from Jerry Judy, but like Jamar Chase or even Jalen Waddle, I thought had better route running. Um, oh, <laughs> a quick note: his favorite route to run is a bubble screen. It's just because the that's how the offense, you know, was designed. But I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and I watched the Florida game in 2020 and the Ole Miss game in 2020. All right, and that's all I have scouted for wide receivers and uh, corner. I Patrick Sertan second. I only watched one fourth of the Michigan game in 2019. I guess I couldn't find any more tape, so that sucks. But I like him a lot. Um, J.C. Horn. I watched Auburn 2020 and half of Texas A&M. Uh, he's a physical corner. Um, he reads the eyes of of a QB well, and he's not afraid to get dirty. Uh, you know, tackle or you know, uh, and he's fast. You know. Uh, I think he had three interceptions in one game, so like he's really a, a, a playmaker on the ball. I could see him being like a a Jalen Ramsey type guy, um, maybe even like a keep to Um I said he's a little bit grabby, uh, and sometimes doesn't turn and follow the wide receiver in zone. He just tries to read the QB, which is fine. But sometimes, you know. Uh, you're going to let up a com- completion that way, but sometimes you'll, you know, get a interception that way. So, um, you know, depends what you like. I, I don't like that. Uh, I would rather you follow your wide receiver in your zone. And then once he's out of your zone, then you're, you know, back, uh, your eyes are on the QB. Um, Caleb Farley, uh, is aggressive corner, not afraid to tackle. And he will rack up, uh, interceptions, uh, and passes defended. Uh, he's got quick feet, good footwork, and he's fast. Um, I, I think he's probably like a Darius Slay or uh, a Marcus Peters type guy. I like him a lot. Um, I think that I'm a little bit concerned about his back. It might have been a neck injury. I'm not sure, but that's certainly concerning. Uh, and so on tape, he's top five player in the class for me personally but uh because of that I, I i'm gonna have to drop him down a little bit um but he does bite in double moves and he's more of a press corner than a soft coverage guy um and so that's all the players that i watched actual tape on um and my personal thoughts from that um 
I watched a little bit of like Walker Little and uh, a couple snaps, but not enough to fully uh, write in like a scouting report on them. Um, so yeah, that's all the players that I actually uh, scouted. So now he, this is just like a compilation of what I've been told from people that actually scout, and I do a ton of reading up on these uh, prospects. Um, so number one on my big board, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. There's no way that he isn't your, you know, player one in the class. I'm sorry. It's just he's too good. He's He's got everything you want. Um, again, he's a little bit overhyped, but um, he's still the best player in this class by far. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, I am a little bit concerned that he's going to go to uh, Urban Meyer. I think that Urban Meyer is a terrible coach. Uh, and he's going, I'm concerned that Trevor Lawrence is going to look like a bust in two years, uh, until they get a new coach in there. Um, so my, my pre draft rankings are going to be different than my post draft rankings. That's for sure. Uh, like a guy like Justin Fields, if he goes to like a better situation than Trevor Lawrence, he would move up to my, you know, uh, quarterback one, I guess you could say. Um, just because I feel like Trevor Lawrence, even though he's a, I would say, a generational prospect, um, he's not going to be able to overcome the dysfunction of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, um, yeah, he's my quarterback one. Uh, and the way I rank these players, uh, I took in positional value uh, to account. Uh, so guys like Kyle Pitts, uh, he might not be as high because he's a tight end. I mean, I know he can line up a wide receiver and such, but... Um, he's a tight end at the end of the day and quarterbacks are obviously more valuable. So even though I think that Jamar Chase is a better player than let's say uh, Justin Fields, I'm going to rank Justin Fields ahead of him because I would rather take a, a chance of a franchise quarterback before I would, uh, you know, a wide receiver. So anyways, uh, my number two ranked player is Panay Sewell. Um, uh, an Oregon, he's the best tackle in the class by far. He's just so athletically gifted. Uh, I don't think that there's uh, anyone close to him. And I would honestly, I wouldn't have traded Darnold, and I would have taken Panay Sewell at two. Um, he's just that athletically gifted. Um, he's like, I, I would compare him to like Quentin Nelson, but at like left tackle, which is just like, wow. Like I would. I would spend the number two pick on that. I don't know about you guys, but having a franchise left tackle over the next 14 years, that's that's pretty crazy. I would. Uh, he's a great player. Um, my third ranked player is Justin Fields. We already talked about him. Four is Micah Parsons. I love Mark. I love love Micah Parsons. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about his character, uh, but. Um, yeah, he's a great player. He's going to be a three-down linebacker very, very soon into the NFL. Um, I mean, it all depends on the situation, but I think I could see him going to Denver and absolutely succeeding there. He's just a freak. Uh, and I think he only has one year playing the linebacker position. He, he played defensive end in high school. Um, so he's literally just learning the position. Um, and you saw what he did. Like, he's pretty crazy. 
Um, my fifth-ranked player is Trey Lance. I think the upside for him is tremendous. I think he could be the best quarterback in this class, depending where he goes. Um, and so, yeah, he's my fifth-ranked player. A lot of an experience, but again, that quarterback position is super valuable. Uh, then my sixth-ranked player, Jamar Chase, is just – he's – I have Jalen Waddle next to him, but, like, there is a tier gap between them. Like, Jamar Chase is so much better than Jalen Waddle. Um, but they're two different types of players. So um, I'm hearing reports that Jamar Chase might go to the Bengals. That would be the biggest mistake of their life if Panay Sewell is available. Um, but Jamar Chase is a fantastic player, best wide receiver uh, play that I've ever seen um, and stat line that I've ever seen in 2019 with Joe Burrow. That was crazy. Um, 18 touchdowns. Or no, no, 20 touchdowns, sorry. Justin Jefferson at 18. Uh, anyways, Jalen Waddle is my 7th-ranked player. He's pretty great. Um, he's pretty uh, electric. And some people might be like, oh, why don't you have Devonta Smith above him? Like, he was uh, better than Jalen Waddle. Uh, you know, he won the Heisman. And my counterpoint to that would be, well, if you look in the games that Jalen Waddle played in, Jalen Waddle was getting targeted more in those games than Devonta Smith. Um so clearly, and you know that's that's how the scheme was designed, and you know I just think Jalen Waddle was the better player. Uh, I'm just concerned about his injury history. Rashawn Slater is my uh, eighth ranked player. Uh, he's coming out of Northwestern, which is kind of like a nobody school. Um, so that's why the only reason that he's kind of knocked down a little bit because he didn't have uh, he played really well against uh, Chase Young uh, in 2019. Uh, but that which really inflated his stock and put him on the board. But he's he's a great tackle. Um, but I don't think that he rivals Panay Sewell at all. Uh, Caleb Farley is my uh, corner one. His upside is tremendous. Like I said, I think he, there's a pretty substantial uh, teardrop between uh, Caleb Farley and my next ranked corner, J.C. Horn. Um, but again, I'm concerned about that neck uh, injury. That, that that drops his stock a lot for me. So even though I think I would take Horn and Sertan over Farley, I think that if Farley stays healthy, he's going to be the best out of all the corners. Um, speaking of Horn, he's my next ranked corner. We already talked about him. Uh, Sertan is my 11th ranked player. He's uh, great. Um, lockdown corner, uh, pretty fluid. Uh, I think his upside is limited. Uh, I don't think that he's ever going to be a top three or maybe even top five corner in the NFL. But if you're looking for a top top 15, maybe top 10 corner, um, Sertan's your guy. Kyle Pitts down 11. Um, I see that Daniel Jeremiah has him as his second-ranked player. I, I find that crazy. I think that Kyle Pitts' hype has gone off the rails. Um, he has... Uh, I think maybe has maybe has two seasons, but I think he only has one season of production. And you know, those players are great when they just burst on the scene. But at the same time, I like consistent production. Uh, and he's, I mean, he is an athletic freak, and I love to see that. Um, but I just don't think I'd ever take a tight end in the top ten. Um, Christian Darisol is my thirteenth uh, ranked player. He's just a solid left tackle. Um, I don't think he'll ever be top five, but um, 
again, like same with like same as Sertan, like you're gonna get a top. You have a potential to get a top ten player, but you know his ceiling's kind of limited. Quiddy Pay is the opposite of that. I love physical traits and production. Like I like both of those things. Uh, and Quiddy Pay just doesn't have the production, which kind of scares me. Um, but the Wolver- the the Michigan system is just terrible. I remember Sean Gary a few years ago getting like zero sacks just because like. The system is just awful. I don't know how, but they never get any sacks, uh, which is annoying because uh, they are athletically gifted. So he's my 14th ranked player. I think he has the best potential out of all the edge rushers. Um, and now here's where we find back-to-back quarterbacks. So Zach Wilson and Mac Jones uh, are pretty close to me uh, or in my rankings. Uh, and Zach Wilson is better than Mac Jones, don't get me wrong, but uh, I just don't like Zach Wilson at all. Um, I think he's going to bust really hard, uh, especially when he goes to the Jets. That's just an awful situation. Uh, I think he could have a great rookie season, and then after that I think that he might just plateau and never be anything better. So uh, I have him at 15 because he's a quarterback, and you know the potential's there. Um, but at 15, I mean, if if you get a quarterback and you land a franchise quarterback, that's awesome. And if you bust on a quarterback, that's fine. All you invested was a, you know, the 15th overall pick. It's not like you invested the three overall pick or the number one overall pick. Uh, Mac Jones is literally the definition of average. Um, now he has a lot of, uh, an experience. He only has 17 career starts, but, um, you know, yeah, I don't see the 49ers taking him at three. That just doesn't make sense. Why would you trade up for a guy that is barely better than your starter? Um, but hey, the, you know, he has he he could be a top 15 quarterback, uh, which was something that Jimmy G never was. Um, so yeah, go ahead, 49ers, take Mac Jones. That's fine by me. Um, Devonta Smith is my 17th ranked player. Again, Jalen Waddle out-targeted him. Uh, Azante Samuel Jr. is my 18th ranked corner. I love Azante Samuel. Uh, I don't like his height. I always like my corners kind of like 5'11", 6 foot, you know, but he's 5'10", so a um, little bit smaller, but uh, he's a beast. He's just a play hawk, uh, and his dad was also a beast, so that's an added bonus. Uh, Jock. Jeremiah Owusa Kormoa uh, is my 19th ranked player. He's a beast. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to try to fly through the rest of these. Um, so, Elijah Vera Tucker is my uh, 20th ranked player. He can play all over the offensive line, and he's an immediate plug and play. So, um, yeah, he's my 20th ranked player. Uh, White Davis is my 21st ranked player. Um, he has upside to be, you know, a top five guard in the NFL. Um, so at 21, I would, I would take him there. Um, but yeah, I think he's a really good player. Um, Nick Bolton is my 22nd ranked player. He's an athletic freak. Uh, and again, he had production in college. So when you have those two things, you're going to be high on my board guaranteed. Um, so yeah, I really like Nick Bolton. Uh, Kadarius Tony is my 23rd ranked player. 
I he's a gadget player, but I can see him busting. I can see him busting a lot. Like his bust potential is pretty high to me. This is not a safe player, um, but the upside's there. So um, yeah, if you want Kadarius Tony, that's that's a good player. Uh, oh my word, I don't know how to say this. Aziz Orge, I don't know. I can't say it. It's the edge out of Georgia. I'm sure you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, he's my 24th ranked player. Uh, he could be very easily the best edge out of this class. Um, Quitty Pay could easily bust, but uh, yeah, he could. He has a pretty safe floor. Um, probably the safest floor out of all the edges. Jalen Phillips is the opposite of that. He has a crazy injury history. He actually retired from football before he came back. Um, so he has probably the most potential, but at the same time, he could very easily bust. All right, Travis Etienne is my 26th ranked player. Um, he's my RB1, and it's not even frankly close. I know uh, Najee Harris is like everyone's number one, um, but Etienne is just what I embody in a running back. Uh, he's not a bruiser, but you know he'll get those 40 and 50 and 60-yard runs um, and really provide that spark to an offense. Rashad Bateman is just an athletic freak, uh, and he has production too. So um, he's pretty good, but I could see him uh, busting. He definitely doesn't have a safe floor. Uh, Joseph Ozzy out of uh, Texas is my 28th ranked player. He has a safe floor uh, and a pretty low ceiling as well. Um, I could see him getting. He's probably like a six-seven sack type. Uh, guy, but you know you're pretty much guaranteed that it's no uh, chance of busting, in my opinion. Uh, and I think that he'll probably fall. I don't think that uh, you'll have to take him at 28. I think you could probably take him at 50 or 60 or you know maybe even in the late third um, round. So um, he's my 28th ranked player. Najee Harris and Javante Williams are back to back with me. Uh, Najee is an all right player. I don't think that he'll be anything special at the next level. Um, if you're looking for Jordan Howard, um, no, that's probably a bad comp, but this guy will be great. Great. This guy will be good for the rest of his rookie contract, and then I don't think I would extend him after that. Uh, but you never pay running backs. So um, Richie Grant is my 31st-ranked player. This guy's. I don't know much about him, but from what I hear, uh, he's a really good player. Um, so, yeah, he's my 31st ranked player. Greg Russo is going to bust. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> he had 15 and a half sacks, uh, but he just doesn't know anything about the position at all. Um, so he has a ton of upside, but he very easily could be out of the league within, like, two years. <laughs> Walker Little is my 33rd ranked player. People were talking about him like he was going to be top pick, like top 10 or even top 5 like a year ago um, before he tore his – maybe he tore his ACL or something. Um, but, yeah, I think he's still a really good player. Uh, but he missed two years of football now since he opted out. Um, but if he goes back to the way that he was in 2018, uh, I think it's definitely uh, a shot I would take on him. Christian Barmore is uh, my 34th ranked player. This into, uh, interior defensive lineman class sucks, um, and he's the best one. 
by far, I would say. Um, but yeah, he's my 34th ranked player. Creed Humphrey is my uh, 35th ranked player. He's the best center in the class. It's not even, far, it's not even close. Um, but yeah, I like Creed Humphrey a lot. Rondell Moore and Terrace Mar- Marshall Jr. are my wide receivers. Back-to-back, 36 and 37. Um, Rondell Moore could very easily bust. Um, it's it's kind of concerning, but he is uh, he's very athletically gifted. Uh, and he has, you know, okay college production, um, but he has an injury history, so you got to watch out for that. And Terrace Marshall has crazy upside uh, and a pretty safe floor. I wouldn't say crazy upside, but he is upside. Um, so get him in the second round. That's pretty good value. Uh, Trevon Morig is a pretty good safety out of TCU. Um, yeah, not not much to say about him. Uh, Davion Nixon uh, out of Iowa is a pretty good player. Um, I would say that he's the only one that kind of rivals uh, Christian Barmore for uh, interior defense lineman. I don't think I. Yeah, I don't have another uh, interior defensive lineman on this list, um, but I think he could. I think he has a pretty safe floor and a, a pretty decent upside, but not crazy upside. Like I wouldn't think that he would ever be a top ten defensive tackle. Um, Tevin Jenkins uh, out of Oklahoma State. <laughs> I I've heard mixed reviews on him. Some people really like him. Some people have him as like O tackle three or O tackle two, and then some people are like, "This guy's sucks. Like he's gonna bust." So uh, I'm really not sure uh, how I feel about him quite yet. Um, Pat Furmerth, I don't, I, I don't know how to say his name correctly, but um, he's tight end too, and he's not the fastest guy, but he has great hands. Uh, and he can run routes, so that's all you really need in a tight end. Um, Samuel Cos- Cosme is uh, a 42nd ranked player. This is a guy that you just plug and play. Um, I wouldn't say like like slightly below Eric Fisher, maybe. Um, just like an average left tackle. He's never going to be great, but I don't think that he'll bust. So. Um, also, they have Alex Leatherwood has uh, a tackle. I know he played tackle in college, but he just projects more as a guard. Um, so uh, I was part of a uh, mock draft, and I took uh, Walker Little over uh, Alex Leatherwood for like the Chiefs, and everyone was going crazy on me because they're like, "Why would you ever take like uh, you know Walker Little, who's a true left tackle, over Alex Leatherwood?" Because people think that. Uh, he's a tackle when he's really uh, going to be a guard at the next level. Um, anyways, my 44th ranked player is Javon Holland. This guy was a beast and projected to be a top 10 pick uh, before 2020. Um, so he fell a little bit, but I still think he's a good player. Uh, I think his, he could be a top five safety in this league. I think his potential is there. Uh, he just needs to put it together. Xavier uh, Collins, I... I I think he could bust, but I also think he could be decent. Uh, Patrick Jones, my 46th ranked player uh, out of Pitt. Um, He kind of reminds me of like a Josh Sweat. Like 
he could be really, really good depth. Uh, and he could also start for you. Uh, I think he's a little bit more of a project. I think that he probably needs a year or two, maybe on the bench. Uh, and after that, he could be a you know top 20 edge rusher in the league. Um, I really like Patrick Jones a lot. Andrew Sisco is the opposite of that. This kid's another uh, – you draft him. He's going to be okay for your team. He's never going to be great. He's kind of slow. Um, so, uh, Leonard D- Dickerson uh, is a center. I'm sure everyone saw that video where he's doing cartwheels at Mac Jones Pro Day. So, seems like a good guy, uh, and he's a good center, too. Uh, Diami Brown of North Carolina. I've been hearing a ton of hype about this guy recently. I don't know much about him, but uh, I do know that he's been getting a lot of hype recently. Uh, Jalen Mayfield is a decent tackle out of Michigan. Uh, he's not going to – I don't think he's going to – actually, he could bust. Uh, and I would say that his upside's limited. So um, that's my top 50 players. Uh, hold up. I'm trying to find uh, – trying to find – I know there's more players that I like. Oh, yeah, okay. Greg Newsom uh, of Northwestern, I like him. I think that people are overrating him. I saw some uh, – I don't know who – what. maybe it was Bucky Brooks. I'm not sure. But somebody had Greg Newsom go uh, as the third corner off the board. I would – no way. And Caleb Farley right after that. I'm like, dude, Caleb Farley is so much better than Greg Newsom. Uh, but, yeah, I like him. Uh, I like Eric Stokes. I like Jabril Cox. I like Jason Awe. I love – Amon, Amaran, Ra, St. Brown. I love him. Uh, honestly, he probably should be in my top 50. Um, let's see. Paulson Adebo, I like as like a third-round guy. Uh, he doesn't have crazy upside, but he's an outside starting corner for you. I like Jay Tafu. I don't know how to say his name, but out of USC. Uh, he's, he's a, he's a pretty good player. So my laptop just kicked me off, I guess. Um, so I'll just end it here, um, since I don't have much time apparently. Um, but hey, uh, see you guys hopefully next week. I'll try to get out one more pod before, uh, NFL draft time. So see ya. A bit of guilt might slow us down. We got the whole world ahead and the whole world behind. Nothing in the rear view but wasted time. Still my